Welcome to the Chiropractic United podcast series for June 14th, 2011. This podcast is brought to you by CBP Seminars. For more information, browse to idealspine.com. Also brought to you by Dr. Fred DiDomenico of Elite Coaching. For more information on how his coaching can help you, go to EliteCoachingLLC.com. And finally, brought to you by PostureCode, developers of the PostureRay X-Ray Digitizing Suite that will take your practice to new levels, as well as the iPhone and the iPod and iPad screening app known as Posture Screen Mobile. For more information, browse to PostureCode.com. Now, let's get started. Hello, everybody. This is Chiropractic United's weekly podcast for the week of June 14th. Tonight is actually Wednesday night, uh, June 15th. We we uh, decided to do it Wednesday night instead of Tuesday due to our special guest that we have on board with us tonight, uh, Dr. Yuri Chupa from uh, Warrior Coaching. Uh, we'd like to say welcome to the listeners out there. Uh, in addition to our special guest, we have myself, Dr. Deed Harrison, and we have Dr. Fred DiDomenico from Elite Coaching, and we have Dr. Joe Ferrantelli from Posture Co. and CBP Seminars. So welcome, Dr. Yuri. Welcome. Welcome. Good to be here. And welcome, Dr. Joe and Dr. Fred. Thanks, Deed. Hey. So our special guest, Dr. Yuri Chupa, comes from uh, Warrior Coaching, and he's got a, a couple important things he'd like to share with the listeners and ourselves tonight. Uh, but first, we'd like to uh, ask you, Dr. Yuri, uh, what is the main purpose of uh, the, the talk that you'd like to share with us tonight? Well, I want to talk about just about vision. And I find that. Uh, that's probably the biggest factor in driving a practice to success and guys going through and really achieving what they want to achieve as far as their practices are concerned. And so many guys struggle um, with, with getting the right vision. So we're, I want to just break that down as we go along. Okay, that sounds fantastic. And I think that obviously, I mean, I've, I've asked you this before and we discussed this, but this, this fits our main purpose and our big purpose with Chiropractic United, it's to get chiropractors united around the common concept and the goals that we adhere to as subluxation-based chiropractors. And certainly vision and purpose is on board with, with our Chiropractic United vision and purpose. Uh, before we, we dive into uh, what Warrior Coaching is and, and a little bit of a brief introduction about you, I'd like to just get uh, Dr. Joe's and Dr. Fred's thought on on that particular topic that we're going to be discussing tonight, vision and purpose in practice. Well, I guess I'll go first because I know Dr. Fred has an answer for this. But, uh, you know, Deed, you know, you and I have uh, been together for quite some time, you know, running CBP. And, you know, I think you can't get anywhere in life without a vision because God knows, you know, when we do some of the things that we do with research, um, it's the vision that keeps us moving. It's the vision of what we need chiropractic to be and to fulfill and change the lives of countless millions of people that, that keeps us motivated. And the same reflects with, you know, CBP seminars and, and Postra Co. It's, it's our vision that keeps every, our, our drive. I mean, it's why we work 15-hour days a lot of times to try and, you know, serve you know, our, not only our patients, but the doctors so they can help the patients. And, you know, I have that vision with both CBP and Postco as I do, as I know you do too. Yep. 
And uh, Dr. Fred? Well, I think, Joe, you kind of had a pun there, and you said God knows, and I think that's that's literal, you know? Yeah. So your vision is your purpose that keeps you driving, you know? It says where there's no vision, people perish. So I think chiropractic, not I think, I know chiropractic for most people is a life purpose. And so I know personally my greatest fear is knowing that I came in this life to be a chiropractor and the greatest fear is not fulfilling those divinely inspired visions that you're given. You know, the challenge is you have these visions of greatness and people really don't even understand or have the confidence of who they are. And, you know, one thing we always teach is that self-esteem problems in chiropractic don't match. You know, leave them outside your door and go fulfill your purpose. And that vision and purpose is what gets you all over all the hurdles, you know, because we run into challenges. And, um, you know, there's battles against insurance companies. Unfortunately, part of why Chiropractic United formed is there's battles within our own profession. So how do you persist? Because that's really it. It's not talent. It's persistence. And people with great vision have persistence, and those are the people that swim to the top. So I, I believe that when you know that chiropractic is the gift that's been given to you on this lifetime, and those and then those visions that you get come from something that's bigger than you are, and your purpose is to go out and fulfill them. Then there's then that that conviction to your vision overrides your fear, and then you have the ability to do great things. Yeah. So that that's how ordinary people can do extraordinary things. Yeah, and I think you know that being said, that's a, a great comment on why this particular topic would be of value uh, to the listeners out there. And, and I'm sure that Dr. Yuri will elaborate on this and uh, hopefully clear some things up for certain people and, and maybe take people that are on the edge and, and kind of push them in a certain direction that they might need to go. So before we, we get into this, uh, uh, Dr. Yuri, can, can you just give the listeners uh, an overview of, number one, what is warrior coaching? And if you will share with our listeners your uh, particular website details where they can look up more information on you. And then a, a history of how you got into warrior coaching. What led you down this path? Sure. I guess, I mean, I guess the best way to start is with the history. Uh, I graduated from Canadian Memorial Chiropractic College in 1986. And Basically graduated, like most uh, chiropractic students, as a mechanistic chiropractor. Went on and did my uh, sports injury fellowship program and practiced in a very mechanistic acute care model for probably five, five, six years. And I was successful at it, but what ended up happening is just got really dissatisfied with, you know, basically uh, running a physio, a physio type of a practice and I think I mentioned to you before, Dee, that at one point we had, um, you know, we had a, a, a therapy suite where we had patients that would go after they got adjusted, and um, you know, I got turned on to principal chiropractic at one point. I think it was mostly uh, at a Renaissance seminar. I was listening to Joe Felicia, and he was talking about the predicament of species and how subluxations have devastating effects, and you know, I. And he was talking about lifetime family wellness care and, and once a week wellness care. And I just had to make a decision as to which way I wanted to go. So over over a weekend, my 
my just my uh, therapy suite turned into an open concept adjustment room, and so we went from, you know, doing all kinds of other things to unplugged everything and just went uh, subluxation based uh, adjustment only overnight. Not what I would really recommend as a transition uh, strategy, but it was the right thing to do because after that, um, you know, a short while later, Dr. Ed Quirk joined our practice. And, um, you know, we just, our volume just started to build. And, and within a couple of years, we were both adjusting over a thousand people a week. And um, what happened was, is that, you know, of course, chiropractors were coming and asking us why we're, you know, how we were doing it. And in Canada, you know, we, we never had any high volume models like that. We were the only clinic that was doing it. And so people were coming and we're basically coaching people one-on-one and, um, and uh, out of that was, you know, what, what Birth Warrior, that was about 11 years ago now, uh, we just decided to create a seminar to teach what we were doing because we knew that we weren't doing anything special. We were just, you know, we were just delivering um, principles, subluxation-based chiropractic. So we, we just started teaching that to uh, the chiropractors that were interested. That's fantastic. That's uh an interesting transition there, and you're right. The uh, the weekend turnaround may not be the the best uh, for for practice success, but you know what? It, it sure sets the bar, and, and it gets you on track fast. And that's I think that's some of the problems that uh, we face with CBP clinics when doctors are new to to CBP technique. They 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 want to always take these baby steps to transition their practice, and I. I encourage them not to do baby steps, but we also encourage them not to just do a full 180 like you're talking about because that can create problems too. But I think it, it depends on the, like uh, we're talking about here, the vision and the purpose of the individual. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, we, yeah, when you make that big of a change or any kind of a change, I mean, when we teach even baby steps, we, we were together at the seminar in Chicago on the weekend and, and you know, we we create an implementation strategy for the warriors when they go back to their practice. But, you know, even that makes what we would perceive maybe tiny incremental changes can cause a tremendous amount of fear in, in, a, in a doctor as they're going through those changes. So um, it is, you know, and, and that's why coaching is so important is because, you know, there's accountability and there's uh, a hand up, you know, when things aren't going, you know, the way you maybe had planned it. And we're there to, to guide that chiropractor and make sure that steps are implemented properly. Yep. But- well, I also know in coaching people, Yuri, that, you know, everybody's different where, you know, I admire your passion. You just unplug everything. You know, that's like a Jim Sigafu's story at DE where he heard Sid Williams speak and he bounced his physical therapy down the stairs and then jumped all over his burning gowns. But, uh, you know, there are people like that. And that's probably why you're ahead of the coaching is you jump in with both feet. There was no fear. That's your vision and your passion that we talked about on our little introduction. And, you know, some people, that's their style and some people isn't. So that's, it's not their style and that's why you coach them. So you deal with every type of personality. However, I must, you know, uh, give you some kudos on the fact that you know what you wanted and you just went in and did it without fear and you just make it happen. Yeah, you may run into some challenges, but you know, you're flying by the seat of your pants and you had a purpose. And you just find people with that strong a purpose, they just make it happen. 
I mean, it's not for everybody, but that's what you do. You make it happen. That's why you're leading a coaching group. Right. And I, I would say there was no, there wasn't any fear. I mean, anytime you make a change, no matter who you are, I think there is always fear, but it's stepping into the gap, right? right. And stepping into that fear. And, you know, that's one of the concepts that we teach, and I think that will be echoed by everybody, is that, you know, you there's always, the gap is kind of where you are to where you want to be. That's the gap. And so we teach in a gap a training program where, first of all, the body has to come under the submission of the mind. And so you're constantly, you need to train physically into the pain. Uh, it's a concept, unless you're, you know, tr if you're not training hard, then um, there's no adaptation and there's no, there's no training effect. And then, of course, then you have to train the soul, which is the mind, will, and emotions. And that's where stepping into fear, so learning to step into fear, uh, you know, if you have a gap and you, need, you know where you want to go, you, you know, it's not that you're not going to feel fear, but you're going to step into it anyways. Uh, and then finally, the old, and, and somebody mentioned this already, is that the final uh, gap is relationship. And so building a relationship with God so that, uh, you know, that, that's an all-encompassing purpose that will drive you forward as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, let me uh, just take a step back because it's always my job to kind of focus a couple missed things. Um, the the Warrior Coaching website, uh, Dr. Yuri, is what's the website? It's uh, www.warriorcoaching.org. Okay. Very good. And on that website, our listeners can find a little more information about warrior coaching. And what I'd like to say is before we continue with you, Dr. Yuri, is for me personally, I don't work with a lot of coaches. And I know Dr. Fred uh, knows this, and I know you now know this, and so does your partner, uh, Dr. Ed, that uh, I, I'm pretty careful in, in the, the coaching groups that I work with. And I'm I'm really, really excited about the relationship between myself and CBP and what we've been able to do with the warrior group. You guys have taken on the role of, of uh, learning CBP technique and trying to master it in a large group setting and getting all your doctors on board, all 130 of them or 150, however many you have, and we're speaking to them all at once in a group setting. And I, I can tell you, they, they are extremely dedicated and passionate chiropractors they stay in a full 12-hour day conference yeah. Yeah. that that we give from 7:30 to 7:30 so uh, I just want the listeners out there to know that that uh, it's a relationship that we've fostered for the last year and a half uh, to two years and these doctors are serious about learning corrective care and so when you say push push to the point of pain and 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 uh, get the, the, the mind to control the body. I mean, you're, you're having these doctors do that. Not too many people will do a 12-hour day. Yeah, and you know what I wanted to add too, Yuri, indeed, is that, you know, at that seminar, it was a great seminar, by the way. When you asked, Dean, in the very beginning, how many people were at our last CVP conference, and pretty much, I think, every single person in attendance raised their hand. That, that is rare in large groups to see you know, that people ha have been that committed and they all come. 
you know, to it. I mean, as far as I've, I've had experiences in the past with, you know, speaking at large groups and, you know, you see a couple hands go up and a couple hands there, but the whole group, Yuri, their hands went up and that's truly amazing. I mean, you got some great doctors there. Yeah, we, we have a great group. I mean, I'm just really blessed because most of the doctors have been with us for years. I mean, I think the original 20 guys and gals that signed up with us, uh, 11 years ago are still with us, I think 19 out of 20. So, um, you know, and, and we set a high standard for our, our doctors. You can't join and just pick and choose your seminars. They have to go to the six mandatory seminars. And, you know, twice a year, um, you know, Dr. Deed comes and, and does a CBP seminar, and they're required to go, you know. And so unless they're already certified, that would be the only reason why they wouldn't go. And the reason why, I mean, obviously, no, being uh, confident in your technique is a, is a huge uh, builder of, of volume as well. But the bottom line is, is that what we're finding throughout Canada, and uh, I'm sure it's the same in, in the United States, is that um, the chiropractic boards want to know that if you're going to do long-term care, that, you know, that you've actually taken the courses and you know what you're doing. Yep. And because if you're if you're just doing long-term care programs, but you, but you really don't know what you're doing, you're really you know setting yourself up for some trouble. Yeah, that's absolutely true. That's happening all over North America and actually international, and and Canada and the United States is really I don't want to go off on a top tangent here, but Canada and the United States is the place where we have the opportunity to show the boards that with proper training. It is legitimate corrective care programs, and they are evidence-based. Whereas in other international locations right now, it's actually pretty bad because they don't—they don't even think that there is such a thing as certification in these long-term programs, and they may get to the point where they don't even allow doctors to do them. Mm. So we're good that we live in the United States, but but let's uh, let's redirect and let's get. Uh, Dr. Yuri, let's get some more specifics on uh, your particular uh, talk to, uh, tonight with us. Absolutely. So, I mean, what I've found uh, with myself and with the, you know, the hundreds of, of chiropractors that I've worked with is that, first of all, most, most uh, chiropractic students really don't have a vision of what chiropractic is. I mean, and I was one of those, and sadly... Um, that really hasn't changed over the last 25 years. Uh, but secondly, even even somebody that graduates from a principal college and has the vision, you know, maybe had a relationship with a chiropractor that was principled before they got into practice, the reality is is that um, more often than not, um, the reality of practice will shrink the vision and. The vision will end, the, so I call this the level one vision, which is survival mode. And so all of a sudden, it's not about, you know, this God-given vision of serving people. Uh, it's about just paying the bills. And I'm sure you guys have bumped yeah. up against chiropractors. It seems to be more and more with the, you know, insurance crisis that's happening in the United States. But guys are just, you know, just living month to month and barely even doing that. And it's very hard to have a vision of serving the masses when all you're doing is focusing is on numbers. And, and, and um, 
you know, the reality is, is that if you go out and do some outreach and, um, you know, whether it's a screening or, or any other outreach and you're just going out there to get new patients because, uh, and every patient, every person that walks by has a dollar sign on their forehead, um, you know, patients can sniff that out. They're not, they're not coming in. And so, um, you know, you're, you know, you're stuck in this, this revolving cycle of just being in survival. And what happens is, and most chiropractors, you know, they will be stuck in that 100 to 150 a week kind of cycle where um, it's just really uncomfortable practice because it's not really profitable in, in a cash situation. But, you know, if they work hard enough, eventually what happens is they get to a second level of, uh, of vision and it's it's still not about the people. It's about accumulation of wealth. So many chiropractors get stuck in this um, this uh, mindset of entitlement that, you know what, I'm a doctor, so I need to drive a BMW, and I need to have, live in the right neighborhood, and I need to do this and that. And so what ends up driving their practice is their personal comfort. It's all about them. And again, that's a really difficult place to practice simply because uh, it's, there's probably easier things to do if all you want to do is make money. Um, you know, as, as uh, I think Dr. Fred said, you know, if, you're, if you don't have a thick skin and, and um, if you can't take a little bit of rejection, chiropractic is probably not the right place for you to be practicing. Yep. Um, so, you know, uh, so what happens is these doctors eventually either, you know, just can't keep up the volume to support their lifestyle or they get try to get into a situation where they can see fewer people and raise their fees. And neither one leads to a greater vision. And so many of these doctors are dropping out of practice as well. But hopefully most chiropractors will run into somebody that will actually teach them that it's not about them. And, and, but it's about the people. And so I call that level three vision. So once, once the chiropractor realizes that, you know, I've got these God-given skills and I've got, you know, the technique to correct subluxation, I can, you know, stop degeneration, I can take pressure off the nerve system, I can allow the body to function and repair and recreate and heal properly, they get excited about that, and their volume will begin to, to build. Um, the problem is, is that, you know, what happens is these doctors will also hit a ceiling because, you know, as your volume builds, um, it doesn't get easier. You know, some people will say, well, you know, it's so easy to see 500 a week or 600 or 700. The reality is, is that as your volume grows and the number of people coming in, you're interacting with a whole bunch of different personalities and not every one of them is perfect. And so seeing five or six or seven or 800 people a week can be quite difficult. And so uh, what ends up, you know, I guess the ceiling happens is that I talk about the stinky patient. I don't know if you guys have ever had one of these, but um, in Canada, in the wintertime, it, it, you know, it snows and then we use salt on the roads. And so, uh, you know, if you, if you get a, somebody, a patient has been working outdoors in, in this slushy environment, and they've been wearing these work boots all day long. Um, you know, those are the people that you don't really want to take off their boots when they come into the office, but they do anyways. And so let me tell you about stink, the stinky patient. So the stinky patient comes in, 
and it's about five minutes to close and you know you want to get out of the office because you know your kids are playing sports and you need to go see them and uh, you get a buzz on the intercom and, and saying you know you know patient so-and-so has arrived and as and, and will you still see them and you say yeah well, I'll see them for sure but then as you're as you're going back to to, to adjust this person you realize that um, you know, they, they haven't paid last month. Uh, they've missed their last two or three appointments. Um, last time they came in, um, they blamed you that they had pain after their last adjustment. And so, you know, they're lying there and they're late and they're stinky. And, you know, they, <laughs> and basically, you know, every possible thing that can go wrong with the patient has gone wrong. And I got to ask you, like, how much love do you have for this patient at that time? And the answer is, you've got none. And so uh, you kind of hit the wall. And, and, and again, I mean, the, the, this um, mystical volume all of a sudden is not worth it anymore. And, and doctors will, again, retreat and, you know, just charge double and, and see fewer people. But the ones that rise up are the ones that realize that finally the ultimate vision is it's not about you know survival it's not about accumulation it's not even about seeing the people it's about serving god and by serving the lost and the sick in our community and so that's when you know in warrior we talk about above down inside out but you know the above down inside out is god working through an empty vessel and just getting out of the way and um you know, you can adjust hundreds of people in a day and be in a place of absolute bliss because finally, you know, your vision is correct, your purpose is correct, and you're there to truly serve. Uh, and, and it's really simple. At that point, you know, you're just identifying subluxation, removing subluxation, allowing the nerve system or and innate to function, and, um, you know, and getting out of the way and leaving things alone. So ultimately, um, that's where we want our warriors to practice, you know, and, and everybody's on a different journey and everybody starts in a different place and we support them all the way through. But that's where that's that's the goal is to get them to level four. That's great. I know uh... I might summarize the conversation after Dr. Fred and Joe here. I got a stinky story for you, but uh, you've touched a nerve with me, uh, Dr. Yuri. But uh, I think it's good for the listeners out there to, to hear these thoughts from yourself and, and Dr. Fred, because there probably are a lot of people in that place and at those levels that you've uh, just brought forth and shared with us. So, Dr. Fred, I'd like you to offer your thoughts and, and such on that. Well, you know, there's a couple of thoughts I've had over things you said, Yuri, that uh, definitely were familiar. Number one is we are called to love all people unconditionally. You know, the stinky patient is one that you may not have met, not you personally, but people may not have managed very well. And part of loving people unconditionally is giving them boundaries. You know, when people break their own boundaries, they're not loving themselves. So that, to me, that's part of spinal correction. Is if you're going to, you know, what I always preach is that most people don't have the discipline to be able to actually follow through with a program. You have to, 
The first thing is not whether or not you can put a curve in their neck, it's helping them to believe in themselves. And that's really the bigger purpose. So when they come through a spinal corrective program, they have to have through your day one and day two, part of your process is building self-worth and, and helping them believe that they deserve to be healthy. And then they'll begin to do those things and create the habits and the lifestyle to live, uh, you know, the chiropractic lifestyle of optimal spine, optimal health. So that person, you know, that stinky patient is like, where did we not help build that person to believe in themselves? Because once they do, they don't want to act like the stinky patient. And so you eliminate those. And that's part of us loving unconditionally is giving people boundaries that they can operate within success. You know, it's like raising a child. You know, if they're becoming delinquent, you quickly set those boundaries. And I think that's where chiropractors miss is, you know, they're begging for patience rather than, than working diligently and uh, living according to their core values and creating great patience. Because people don't know why they come in. I mean, every problem, as you guys are learning in warrior coaching, every condition is a full spine condition. And that's what the patient has to know. And they have to believe that they deserve it or they're not going to do what it takes. And so to me, a spinal corrective program is teaching people the most precious and giving them the most precious gift that kind of applies to what your principle is. And sorry to go on, I'll just wrap this up real quick. Number one, that's give them a vision. What's that vision? Your spine is the core foundation of strength and health in your body. So they can see what a corrected spine is. They set their goals. They, they decide what lifestyle they want to live. And then you set goals. And then you have action steps that support the goals, which is a corrected program. Then you get the reward, which is lifetime health. With any person, that's anything. Set a vision. Have a goal. You know, that goal relates to your purpose. Set action steps and then get a reward when you achieve it. If we set out to do that with patients, we're helping them build confidence within, within themselves. And that's so much bigger than putting a curve in their neck. Yeah, it's that, you know, it's that confidence, if I could interject. I mean, you know, when you have patients that are not compliant, I mean, they're going to drop out of care. They're not going to think that chiropractic worked, you know, for them, especially structural-based care. They're going to get the wrong impression. But I think doctors are just afraid that they're going to drive the patient off by telling them the way it really should be and the way that it really needs to be done in the office to change spines and change their, their health. I, you know, I had a, uh, a patient come back to me. She moved back into the area. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of like uh, uh, Deed. Yuri knows this. You know, I'm pretty much doing just part-time practice now because I'm on the road pretty much every weekend with, with uh, Dr. Deed. And, you know, I, I came in to see this patient. I hadn't seen her in two years. And her life is just, I mean, she went and she fell back into the medical model and was, you know, visiting with, you know, pain-based chiropractic uh, doctors up in Massachusetts. When she came back, I, I did a whole evaluation. I said, now, listen, you need to stick with us and do this now or don't waste our time and don't waste your health because you're not going to get better unless you follow through. We need to fix your spine. Are you committed? And, you know, I think doctors are afraid to pretty much if a person is not following through and confront them on it and be honest and be compassionate, but tell them the way it is. Don't candy coat it. That's, you know, my thoughts on it. And I think it's, it's great that Yuri and Fred are, are coaching. Uh, you guys are, are doing such a good job because doctors need the confidence 
um, like what, you know, Dr. Don taught me and indeed taught me early on in practice. I just tell them what they really need and you have to relate it to their lifestyle and what that means, what they mean, what it means to them and their family and how everything relates to their health. Yeah. You, you know, real quick, this is deed again, before I turn it back to Dr. Yuri, the, the levels that Yuri, that you went through there, when you were talking about that, I kind of thought about my early career and even my later career before I took uh, the reins of CBP and started teaching full time was, you know, I, I never got into just the volume for, for money purpose. I was always a corrective care pur purpose driven chiropractor, but I do remember times where I started focusing on the numbers in practice instead of the, the people. And as soon as I did that, I, I would catch myself. And maybe it was two, three weeks. Maybe it was a month or maybe it was two months where I'd just focus on the numbers, numbers, numbers. And once I started doing that, I noticed that the numbers were getting worse. And then once you stop and think about it and just say, well, numbers are important, but they're only important to a certain extent. So let me focus on the people. And you start doing that again. And then the numbers pick up and that's what you were talking about going through these levels. And then uh, just a, a quick story on the stinky person. I remember I had one and my wife and I would always argue about who was going to have to work on this person. And, and she, she was obese. And the problem is she was so obese that you couldn't do a lot of the things with her. And it was to the point where her, her, uh, body, when you get that large of, of fatty deposits, they overlap on the skin. And so when you lift up the, the skin folds, you, you've got, you know, staph and bacteria under there. And that's where a lot of the smell comes from in somebody that's really obese because they physically are not cleaning the skin underneath the fats. And so this is what was happening with this woman. So we had to have a designated table that could wipe down. And I mean, literally the whole office would, would smell. And I, I caught myself just you know, we were more like, I'm not working on her. I'm not working on her. And, and, and it got to the point where we were even saying things. And I remember this saying this, cause I, I still feel internally bad about it saying, well, no amount of money is worth this. And then one day she brought in a, uh, a fresh homemade batch of like chocolate chip peanut butter cookies. And those happen to be my favorite. And, Lo and behold, she puts these down on the table and she says, well, these are for you guys for all the help that you've given me when nobody else would help me. Mm. And it was right then and there that I just, I mean, I, I felt terrible. And I know my wife did, felt pretty bad about this. And I remember thinking, man, I'm, I'm never going to think that again about that person. I'm going to do what we can. We're going to coach her on cleaning herself and how to take care of herself, get her on a proper diet, et cetera. And so, you know, that, that particular uh, set of levels that you went through there with the stinky person, you touched a nerve with me. Yeah. Yeah, that's an awesome story. You know, the interesting thing, Deed, uh, is that, you know, you can be operating in level four one day and then go through a crisis in the office or, you know, get a letter from, uh, you know, the government telling you you need to pay money and taxes or whatever, and you can drop right back into level one quickly. You know, it's not like when you get to level four, you're there for the rest of your career. And, you know, the Bible says that you need to renew your mind every day. And 
one of the thing, one of the ways that that uh, we help chiropractors stay on vision is to establish a, a personal morning time. And so we 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 like to get our the doctors to get up about an hour before their family gets up, so they can spend some time, you know, reading scripture or getting outside in nature, or um, or you know, just just connecting with uh, that relationship with God, and then spending some time in prayer or worship, and then really beginning to journal. And I really believe that if your 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 if your life is worth living, it's worth writing down. And you're leaving a legacy for your kids. So they, you know, when they're going through stuff, they can look at your journals and say, you know, this dad was going through stuff as well. And that's just a really good way to get centered. And of course, you can also most people understand kind of where their triggers are, what will knock them off their like level four vision and drop them down. And so just kind of you just visualizing how you would deal with those situations that, that you know are going to come up because, you know, the triggers are usually there. And so just, just ha- establishing a, a morning time and, and making sure that you do that seven days a week is another really great way to, to make sure that you stay on vision and stay, stay connected. Yeah, I think, go ahead. No, I, I was just going to really quickly say I think that's important that everybody has a way to reconnect. And I think that's why coaches are needed for all of us, no matter what level you get to having a, a practice coach that can recenter you is an important thing. And, uh, I'm sure, uh, Dr. Fred, you agree with that. So go ahead, Dr. Fred. Well, yeah, one thing we teach is a great one liner is, is never go onto your adjusting room floor with a cold spirit, you know, meaning like you always warm up your spirit. You always connect first, like what you say, morning time, you know, who you, your habits create your character. And so, you know, another thing we say is your spirit builds the practice and your systems just handle the flow. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I always tell doctors, you don't come back from lunch and just have whatever you did at lunch and walk right on the adjusting room floor. You come back early, you have your meditation time, you get centered, you release all the stuff and then when you walk out of your office or whatever your, wherever your meditation time is, that your feet are, are off the floor, figuratively, obviously. Like your spirit is elevate, elevated, you're vibrating at a higher level. So, and then you, know, you guys know how it is when you're seeing a lot of people and you're in that zone. It's almost like your, your spirit and your mind are one. Energy is just moving through you. And there's not a lot of thinking. You know, I mean, with CBP, it's very technical. But you know, Deed, you're, you're a master. You can look at somebody and you see, you almost feel their posture. I mean, you're looking at it 3D. It ne- doesn't necessarily have to always be a grocery list in your mind. I mean, you look at it, you're getting this gross structure. And sometimes there's just not thinking. And there's sometimes, you know, when you think about what should I do, and when you're in that zone, you just know what to do. You know, there's sometimes you have to change something up and you just know it, you feel it. And that's when you're the busiest. You know, your busiest peak times is when your whole energy is at a different level and you're just moving. And uh, the thing is, you don't walk out onto your adjusting room floor without being at that level. So you never walk onto your floor, get ready to interact and actually touch people with a cold spirit, with, with you know, a spirit that has stress or your concerns about something else that are in your mind. 
Yeah. And, and uh, you know, you just have those relationships one at a time. They're just fast and there's many. So we one more thing. We also say the size of your practice is proportional to how many people you can love in one day. Yeah. You know, you know, these are all great points and important points for the listeners out there. And, and personally, you know, as I'm listening to this um, with Dr. Fred and Dr. Yuri here from Warrior Coaching, I don't know what Dr. Joe Ferentelli's thinking, but I'm thinking, you know, my my busiest times and my not just my busiest times, my happiest times in the clinic where I think I was doing the best job that I possibly could and I was connecting with the person, it was when I was not inhibited by these other issues we're talking about. And again, people people need to be refocused and they need to be reminded. Um, you know, so the, the morning time suggestion from Dr. Yuri, I think that's fabulous. Uh, Dr. Fred, the lunchtime tip, I think that's fabulous. And and for me personally, when, when I do it, it's mostly, it's my workout time during the day. When, when I don't have time to work out, and just focus on, it's not just me, but it's a chance where I reflect too. Cause when yep. you're sitting there on a treadmill, huffing and puffing for 30 minutes, your, your mind kind of wanders. And, and if it's not the treadmill, then it's when I'm with my kids hiking and, and whatnot. And, and I'm focused not just on them, but on nature and things like that. So these are all important things to discuss. So uh, Dr. Yuri, thank you for bringing yeah, these now, up. Now, now, Deed, when you're on the treadmill, though, it should be a little more important. You should be listening to Chiropractic United podcasts. Right. I, I think that's what you should be listening to. Right. Now, I don't, yeah, I don't think I can handle listening to me and you, Joe. Now, <laughs> Dr. Yuri, Dr. Fred, I might, I might be entertained by on the on the treadmill. You know, it's exactly right. You guys hit it on the head. Um, it's being about, you have to be focused and know that you're there for the patient first. And today is a good case in point. You know, I, I came in, I was on the road all day away from the clinic, and I came in, and we had some new patients that, you know, jumped on the schedule, and it was a little overwhelming at, at the volume that, you know, to process these patients. And so I knew my, my staff needed my help. So I, I said, okay, let's clear everything out. I know I have a big convention this weekend. I know I'll be up to midnight tonight doing, doing stuff. But let me go ahead and let me jump back into clinician mode and focus with the patient. And, you know, it's, it's like a, a switch flips. You have to really jump into that mode and give your all to the patient. And when you do, the patients are going to come. You know, and I, I, something I learned from your dad is, Deed, is that as long as you are there for the patient first in chiropractic, you don't have to worry about getting new patients. They're going to come into your office. As long as you do the best and really treat the patients and love the patients, they're going to come in. Yep, that's right. So, Dr. Yuri, uh, further uh, information and, and points that you'd like to add on this topic? Well, just maybe, yeah, one more thing. It's just uh, piggyback on what Fred said. You know, it's really, really important that doctors get to the office early. You know, uh, you know, so many of our clients, when they first start, we ask them, okay, you start adjusting at 7 in the morning, and when do you get there? It's 7.05. Everybody's already loaded and locked up, you know, locked and loaded, and then they, they just walk in, and they're just not ready. And so we, we recommend that they, they have a huddle before every shift. And a huddle's pretty simple, um, but one of the main focuses is just to get everybody you know, focused on serving because, you know, reality is that everybody that ourselves and everybody we work with 
we all have stuff happening. There's a, you know, there's never that perfect day. There's always stuff that will get in the way or distract us or throw us off our game. And so it's just really important to come together. And in our office, what we do is we just have everybody go around the horn. Everybody knows that, you know, you don't start talking about, you know, who's coming in and what reports we have and what exams we have until we just go and share a blessing from, you know, if it's a, a Monday morning, we'll say, okay, what was it? What was a blessing from the weekend? Or if it's a Monday afternoon, you know, what was the blessing from from the morning? And then that gets everybody in the in the right uh, frame of mind and the right spirit to go ahead and serve our patients. And then we just finish that off with a prayer before we go in, and then everybody's ready to go. It's just a really great way to get centered and get ready to serve uh, before every shift. Yeah. You know, oh, that's awesome. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say the same thing. Go ahead, Fred. Well, one of the things that we teach was very similar. Obviously, there's lots of groups that do pre-shift huddles, which that's awesome. You know, the doctor is the leader. And, uh, you know, the purpose has come and the vision comes from the doctor. It spreads through the team. Then the team is united. And then the team pours that purpose into the patients. You know, that's one of the things that we always say. You don't teach patients chiropractic. You teach them to teach chiropractic so that your group just grows and expands. So it's, you know, the doctor unites the team. Then the team, with unity, that energy comes across the front desk, through the rehab area, through the adjusting tables, and then pours into the patient. So that same purpose pours through the patients and then into the community. And now you just have a bigger group with the same consciousness just magnifies the intention and then people really pour in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, and, and this is the thing, this is where some of the doctors out there that are struggling, they can't put their finger on it. It's not one thing. It's, it's the entire, like we're talking about here. It may in fact be their entire vision and purpose is a, a slightly skewed or, or somewhere there's a stop to it or an in inhibitor to it. And so these types of things, when I've been in a lot of chiropractors' offices, as I know you guys have too, uh, probably more than me, you know, being a practice coach, but uh, you can walk into some offices and it just doesn't feel right. You don't want to be there. Yep. The energy's off and it, the place might be beautiful, but you just don't get a good feeling. And then you walk into other places and it may not be the nicest facility, but you, you just know that you're in the right place. Yep. And and it's because the, the the whole team, the doctor and their staff, they, they have a common purpose and vision. Sorry about the phone. That's my, my line, guys. Sorry yep. about that. Um, so I think these are great things to talk about on this particular podcast under Chiropractic United. Yep. Hey, Deed, I think that's on. pretty clear, Yuri. Sorry. I was going to say that's a $100 donation to CBP Nonprofit with that phone ringing. Fortunately, we don't have to start over. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I think yeah. and, and you know, Deed, I have to say, with your phone ringing, that's definitely now normally a $100 donation, but since it kicked us off Skype, <laughs> yeah. you know, I think right. we have to do a $1,000 donation to CBP Nonprofit. Yeah, well, normally mine's on mute, so Shirlene's going to have to pay because she came in my office and used <laughs> it. Yeah, I would say. That's a, fir that's a first, uh, kicking us off Skype with the phone ringing. Well, I think it's a, a, the wireless signal interacted with the wireless that I'm using in here because it knocked us off for sure. Absolutely. So uh, let's pick up where we, we uh, just left off. Okay. Uh, so, Dr. Uh, Yuri, you're there still, yes? Yes, I am. Okay. So uh, 
further points on this. Uh, we, if you can uh, give a few summary points and uh, maybe a little bit of information about Warrior Coaching and how, how people can uh, maybe look into Warrior Coaching, any new uh, upcoming conferences that you might have. But. Yeah, we we're actually uh, on a bit of a summer break right now, so we just finished our seminar in Chicago, and we have a, a camp coming up in September, up in uh, in Ottawa in the east, and we do another one in Calgary in the west, um, and that's a kind of transformational personal breakthrough camp. Uh, I guess the big thing that we're kind of all realizing as we're going through this is that so much of of practice is, um, you know, being able to step into fear, being able to um, to do the things that are uncomfortable, and 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 follow through on a lot of different projects, and so just really the camp is designed to help you help an individual really identify who they are and and what their God given purpose is, and, and you know. If you have a vision greater than yourself, you have a purpose greater than yourself. Your your practice is always, or your life is going to be bigger. So that that's uh, it's that's an awesome camp. And then the next one after that is in Toronto. We have our leadership summit, and I think uh, Dr. D, you're going to be there doing CVP again in November. And uh, then we just have it's it's an awesome seminar because on Saturday. We have about eight speakers, and it's you know it's uh, all our clients that are speaking, and it's not necessarily the people that are the biggest volume, or but it's the people that have broken through to a new level. Whether they broke through from you know a level one to level two, or you know they went from 100 a week to 200, or from 500 to 1,000, it really doesn't matter. It's just that they 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 took some action steps and broke through to the next level, and there's always. Um, you know, there's always signs or there's always the patterns that people go through when they break through. And it's really interesting for um, chiropr- other chiropractors just to listen and, and uh, gleam what actually these chiropractors did to uh, to go to the next level. And that's a really exciting seminar, and that's, that's in November. But all that stuff is on our website. Again, it's uh, triple, www.warriorcoaching.org. Or you can um, you can call us as well. It's one eight six six full out, and so uh, yeah, we our team would be happy to uh, take any calls from any of the chiropractors out there. That's great. You know, the, the other thing is is part of why I'm really excited about the relationship that that I personally with CBP has with Warrior is that I don't do any more Canadian conferences. And a lot of Canadian chiropractors have been a little frustrated with me on that. And I just, I told them I just don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to set up my own conferences in in Canada and do that. And so I I love being a guest speaker at your event. And that's open to uh, all chiropractors and especially all Canadian chiropractors. You don't have to be a member of warrior coaching to go to the CVP uh, session there. Uh, and that's I, correct. I believe that's correct, right? Absolutely. Yep. So for the Canadian listeners out there, if you want to attend a CVP seminar, you, you now know where to go. It's uh, in November. The, I believe the date is uh, what? November 10th or 11th. It's the second Friday in November. Mm-hmm. And, and that's going to be 
in uh, Toronto. Is that correct? That's correct. Yep. And do, you, do you know what conference we're going to be presenting in November? Yeah, that, that one is going to be the lumbar rehab conference that we're doing in November uh, at the Warrior Group. And again, it's well, open to all chiropractors there. And and then you also have the opportunity to come and, and learn what it is that uh, Dr. Ed and Dr. Yuri do with uh, the Warrior Group. Uh, so any any final points on the general topic that Dr. Yuri has shared with us on vision and purpose, uh, if, if we can quickly, gentlemen, before I dive into the research uh, topic for today? Yeah, I think we covered it, at least uh, on my point. I, you know, it's having a vision and a purpose for everything that you do it will, will make your life, like Yuri said, it's going to be much bigger than you could ever imagine, just like it is for CBP. It's, you know, what your dad had a vision, we carried on the vision. And, you know, it's much greater than we ever thought. You know, we never know how many, how far reaching everything we say, think, or do is going to be. And the more doctors that get involved with this, you know, with us, with CBP, Chiropractic United, Warrior Coaching, and Elite Coaching, having that structural based approach and really changing lives and having predictable outcomes, it's elevating chiropractic and we're serving humanity much better, I believe. Dr. Well, I think just having a vision in every area of your life, you know, you're only going to be as successful in chiropractic as you are as a person. So, you know, it's not, success is not having a great practice and then having your home life be a wreck. That's not happiness or well-rounded success. So, and what it sounds like, Gary, is, and I know in Elite we do the same, you just help people become successful and then have a vision, not only for their practice, but for their marriage or as a parent. Yourself as a person, you blossom and flourish in every area of life. And, and as spiritual beings, you know, we're called to live in infinite abundance and serving other people with that. So walking around being an example and a mentor, so to speak, for other people to follow. Yeah. Dr. Yuri. Final, final comments on this? Yeah, I mean, I, I think Dr. Fred's got it right. I mean, basically, it's, it's got to be God, family, chiropractic, you know. You can't you can't build a practice and, and have your family fall apart. So that's definitely the same foundation that we have is that God is first, family second, and chiropractic is third. And, and if i just like to make a comment, you know, if I don't get a chance at the end, is that I just wanted to um, to thank you. Yeah, for you know, continuing on with the research that your dad started, um, you know we you know we are constantly um, under attack. You know, practicing a principled model, and um, I really believe that without your research, um, we would have lost our ability to practice the way we practice already. And certainly, you know, having that foundation, having the research behind what we do is absolutely critical. So I just want to thank you for doing what you do. I know certainly it's not one of my passions, and I'm glad that you're there that, and you're doing it because uh, um, it's certainly filling a huge void for chiropractic. Well, I agree. I appreciate that, Yuri, and I know that uh, you took some, some trainings with my father back in the 90s. Is that correct? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, that was, was, that's when he used to come to Canada. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> too happy about it. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and you know that's that's showing us how old you guys are now. You're yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, I I just have a couple qu- uh, quick comments on uh, Dr. Yuri's topic. I've I've really enjoyed this myself, and maybe the listener out there through the the course of this uh, particular podcast has uh, connected in a way that I did. That you know, honestly, just triggered that that uh, story about or the thoughts about the woman that was obese. And I haven't thought about her in, I don't know, probably five or six years. But it just was triggered by what you brought up. So I appreciate that. I think those are important things to to reassess and look at. And hopefully some of the listeners out there have been uh, touched or triggered in, in the same way. And then just the, the whole purpose of Chiropractic United, uh, the reason we do these podcasts is – to, to bring on doctors like yourself, Dr. Yuri, and have you share with us a topic that we can relate to and we can discuss and that our listeners will relate to. And it always lets me know how, how close we all are when we're subluxation-based chiropractors because we, we can listen and, and hear what you're saying to us and, and then it triggers similar thoughts and patterns and responses in us. So hopefully the listeners out there will find uh, – and continue to find value in Chiropractic United, our podcasts. They're uh, on iTunes. They're free to download. And uh, I hope that you enjoyed being on here tonight with us, Dr. Yuri, in, in the short time we had. That was awesome. Thanks for having me. Uh, you're more than welcome. Uh, at the end, I always like to end with a, a research uh tidbit and this time in particular because I want to show Dr. Joe Ferrantelli that he doesn't read as much as I do. Yeah, we'll uh, see about that. Let's for, see. For the listeners out there, we try to do research and technique and philosophy and, and management and just and then this one life purpose, you could say. Uh, this particular article uh, to, to end this podcast comes from the European Spine Journal 2011. It's actually uh, EPUB ahead of print, so I know Dr. Joe didn't read it. Oh, uh, you, you got me. It's, <laughs> it's uh, from uh, Japanese researchers, and what they did in the European Spine Journal, 2011, June 20th, number 6, page 954 to 961, they took uh, 100 male Japanese subjects with... Uh, basically, they were coming in for a, a general health and wellness checkup. They looked at full spine lateral radiography, sagittal balance, spinal mobility, as inflection and extension, and then they looked at back muscle strength using uh, extensor muscle tests. They also looked at lumbar degeneration and thoracic degeneration on x-ray. They used the SF36 uh study to look at health status as well as physical and emotional components to any conditions that the individuals had. Uh, What they found were some very important things to structural-based and corrective care-based chiropractors. They found a significant positive correlation with the lumbar lordosis angle and the SF36 physical component score. So a positive correlation means they're directly related. As one goes up, the other one goes up. As one gets bad, the other one gets bad. So loss of your lumbar curve is positively correlated to physical component scores on the SF36. They also showed 
correlations with osteophytes and with sagittal balance ratios. In other words, the, the ratio is what they looked at was the amount of lumbar curve to thoracic curve. So Dr. Fred talked about every person's condition could be a full spine condition. And this particular article suggests that that's true. If you have an altered ratio of the thoracic curve to the lumbar curve, you had poor outcomes on the SF36, you had reduced range of motion, and you had poor back muscle extensor strength. So in summary, what they found was uh, quality of life and physical function of middle-aged uh, Japanese male subjects were correlated to sagittal balance, lumbar lordosis, range of motion, back muscle strength, and spinal degeneration. Very important study for corrective care-based chiropractors. It provides evidence for why we do what we do. So, Dr. Joe, did you read that one? No, you got me on that one. I have to admit, yep. I, I figured I would. Again, that's uh, the European Spine Journal, 2011, the June 20th issue. The lead author's name, I'm going to butcher it. It's uh, Imagama, I-M-A-G-A-M-A. So you can look that up on PubMed.com. Okay, that concludes this uh, week's podcast for Chiropractic United. Uh, the week of uh, June 14th, which we actually did it tonight, June 15th, uh, with our special guest, Dr. Yuri Chupa from Warrior Coaching. For more information on Warrior Coaching, go to www.warriorcoaching.org. And this is uh, Dr. Deed Harrison with CBP Seminars. On behalf of Dr. Fred DiDomenico from Elite Coaching and Dr. Joe Ferentelli from Posture Co. Gentlemen, uh, I enjoyed my time with you as always. I hope you did as well. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, Yuri. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Thank you.